It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. Not that I'm counting, but it's the first time I've been right on time this week. What a way to finish the week, eh? Welcome to the uh, Friday, November 26th edition of the Heartland at Noon, brought to you by Heritage Insurance and Purposed Financial, working together to serve you better. Coming up today, the uh, current public health orders related to the COVID-19 pandemic were extended into the new year yesterday by Premier Scott Moe. He'll explain why. City Council starting the 2022 operating budget process in council chambers this week. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more on Ask the Mayor with our new mayor, His Worship Clive Tolley. That and more as time permits today on the Heartland at Noon. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for Ivermain Place. Small town life is great when you're surrounded by people with big hearts. Contact today for senior living opportunities at Ivermain Place Central Butte. Good afternoon, I'm Haley Shirky. City Council will look at options to construct six outdoor pickleball courts in the city during the 2022 budget deliberations. With an estimated 200 to 300 pickleball players in the city, there are only indoor facilities available at limited times in Moose Jaw. Lori Hawkes with Pickleball Moose Jaw said the lack of courts has held them back from holding tournaments. Um, we absolutely would like to start hosting tournaments right away. And actually this month we were asked to consider hosting the Saskatchewan Provincial Tournament next year. Um, we aren't able to do that because we don't have um, the facility for it. But um, six courts would allow us to host smaller tournaments for sure. The proposed site would be at the Kinsman Sportsplex, although Hawkes said they would be open to other options. The Western Development Museum is bringing back their in-person event of Christmas long ago. This program really takes a look back at tradition. So these are things we might do with our families. And the program really compares the way that Christmas was celebrated 100 years ago during the times of Saskatchewan settlers uh, with the, the way that we might celebrate holidays today, uh, looking for things that may have stayed the same over those years and also some things that might have changed. That was Carla Rasmussen, Education and Public Programs Coordinator at the WDM. Christmas Long Ago is on December 18th at 1 p.m., but spots are limited, so people must pre-register. Get the ticket links and more information at discovermoostraw.com. St. Mary's School is teaming up with South Hill Fine Foods for the first ever Pack the School Bus event. Principal of St. Mary's, Terry Marac, explains. We are going to have some students at uh, South Hill Fine Foods who are going to collect donations of 5 or $10 that will go towards a pre-packed bag of uh, non-perishable food items. Once that's done, we're going to load it up on the bus, and then at the end of the day, we will deliver all the groceries down to the Musha Food Bank. Students, along with a school bus, will be outside at South Hill Fine Foods on Saturday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. The CP Railway and Moose Jaw Co-op Goodbye to Hunger Food Drive begins today. Running until December 16th, you can purchase a bag of food for $10 to be donated to the Moose Jaw and District Food Bank. CP Rail Support Services Supervisor Gabby Belanger. Um, our focus is to feed those in need. And um, current times, the need is greater than we've ever seen. 
so we have to all come together as a community and support our local food bank and the Moose Jaw Co-op just makes it easy to do that. A donation can be made at the Moose Jaw Co-op Marketplace as well as the Avonlea Home Center. Monkey Bar's Indoor Play Center is looking to spread some Christmas cheer with their kids' miracle tree. The tree will have tags with a child's likes and interests. You can grab a tag and purchase a gift for the child. Joey Russell, owner of Monkey Bars, talks about their partnership with Moose Jaw Family Services. We partnered with them last year and offered over 30 families um, a happier Christmas. It was a really great experience, and it's a charity we feel very, very strongly about, especially around Christmas time. This year, the goal is to help 70 families. Starting tomorrow, visit Monkey Bars in the Town & Country Mall and grab a tag. Saskatchewan's current public health order has been extended to January 31st. Under the current public health order, masking is mandatory in all public spaces, including schools, and proof of vaccination or negative test requirements are in place to access a number of public places. Premier Scott Moe says this doesn't necessarily mean the health order will be lifted at the end of January. It may be on until uh, the end of March 22. We'll reassess uh, as we get into the last uh, few weeks of January. The current public health orders are available at saskatchewan.ca slash COVID-19. And now, the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is down 512 points. The Dow Jones is down 953 points. The NASDAQ is down 324 points. And the Canadian dollar is down at 78.39 cents U.S. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com. Conservative leader Aaron O'Toole and Ontario Premier Doug Ford are urging the federal government to take action to ban non-essential travel from countries in southern Africa where a new variant of COVID-19 has surfaced. Several nations have already done so, with cases also being reported in Israel and Belgium. The World Health Organization is meeting to assess the potential threat of the new variant, which may be more contagious than others. News of the discovery of the potentially more contagious variant of COVID-19 has sent global stock markets deeply into the red. The Toronto market was down about 500 points in midday trading, while the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down more than 1,000 points on Wall Street. The dollar is down almost a full cent from yesterday's average, and oil prices have plunged more than 10 percent. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says Canadian Armed Forces members are being sent to southwestern Newfoundland, where a major storm washed out roads and cut off communities from the rest of the province. They will be providing logistical and transportation support, as well as air support to help with evacuations and supply chain issues. The Crown has updated a charge of manslaughter against the man accused of killing a Saskatchewan RCMP officer to first-degree murder. 26-year-old Constable Shelby Patton died in June after he was hit by a vehicle during a traffic stop in the town of Wolseley. In addition to upgrading the charge against Alphonse Traverse, the Crown is also expected to change the charge against Marlene Valma-Louise Paget from manslaughter to being an accessory after the fact. I'm Pam Fedick. Now, Discover Moose Jaw Sports.
three local teams from Central, Vanier, and Peacock are in action this weekend at the Saskatchewan 4A High School Boys Provincial Volleyball Championships at Vanier and Central Collegiates right here in Moose Jaw. Action is actually underway this hour. We have 10 teams from across the province competing with the championship game slated for tomorrow night at 5.30 at Vanier. A full schedule can be found on the Saskatchewan High School's Athletic Association website. Sixteen teams from across the province are making their way to Moose Jaw and the Moose Jaw Ford Curling Center this weekend for the annual 800 CHAB Youth Bonds Bill. Moose Jaw's Chase McKee rank the only local team in this weekend. They're in the under-15 division. All the action starts tomorrow morning, and spectators are more than welcome. Round-robin play wrapping up today at Canada's Olympic Curling Trials up in Saskatoon. Tracy Fleury has already captured the top seed in the women's competition and has a bye into Sunday's final. Brad Gushu has clinched a playoff spot on the men's side. Moose Jaw Warriors play in Swift Current tonight against the Broncos. All the action on Country 100 with the voice of the Warriors, James Gallo. Pre-game show, 640. Those same two teams will play at Mosaic Place tomorrow night. The U18 AAA Warriors are on the road for two games against the Mintos and Prince Albert tonight and tomorrow. And football fans are looking forward to Sunday afternoon when the Saskatchewan Rough Riders host the Calgary Stampeders. It's the CFL's West semifinal. Game time slated for 3.30 local time. And the forecast for Sunday, still looking good. Now, your Discover Moose Jaw weather. How about a mix of sun and cloud and a high of nine for Sunday? That works for playoff football. Today, lovely out there. Matter of fact, it's eight degrees in Moose Jaw. We'll get a mix of sun and cloud today. We should reach a high of 10. Partly cloudy tonight, low minus four. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high minus one. Sunday, that mix of sunny cloud, high nine, like I said. Monday, mix of sunny cloud, high plus one. And Tuesday, mostly sunny with a high of plus one. Yesterday's high for Moose Jaw, 5 degrees. Normal high at this time of year, minus 3, with a normal low of minus 13. The record high for today, 14 degrees, set in 1962. Record low, minus 31 in 1996. Sun came up today at 834 and goes down today at 506. This hour, Moose Jaw, like I said, 8 degrees. Regina, plus 2. Assiniboia, Gravelberg, plus 6. Rockland Coronac, 7 degrees, Swift Current, 5, Elbow, 3, Davidson Watrous, plus 1. Once again, Assiniboia, 6, Regina, 2. And with the wind out of the west at 28 and the relative humidity at 57%, it's 8 degrees in Moose Jaw. Road Report, Paul Martin commentary coming up. Heartland at noon, 800 CHAB. Souls Harbor Rescue Mission is building a new facility right here in Moose Jaw. Have you purchased your 50-50 tickets yet? Tickets can be purchased one for $20, five for $50, 20 for 100 or 100 tickets for $250. Simply visit the website at shrmsk5050.ca. All the proceeds will be used to construct the new building. The draw date is December 3rd, and you could be the winner. Radiant Skin Clinic is celebrating in their beautiful new location with new VIP memberships for you. Choose from a skincare or laser hair removal membership, both with huge discounts on your favorite treatments and products. It feels good to be a Radiant Skin Clinic VIP. 
and a limited time extra perk? One additional month for free if you sign up by November 30th. Get all the membership details and become a VIP on their new website, radiantskin.ca. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Rob Report for My Addictions. My Addictions Clothing Boutique, Town & Country Mall. Full store of winter fashions for sizes small to 2XL. Well, busy highways, no doubt about that. Agribition continues in Regina. There's the Rider Game Sunday. Tim Horton's Olympic Curling Trials continue in Saskatoon. So there's your busy highways. Oh, and how about all the teams coming into Moose Jaw for high school volleyball and the 800 CHAB Youth Bond Spiel this weekend? So lots of extra care. Look after each other out there on uh, local and area highways. There is pavement frost out there, okay? Highway 11 from Davidson to Saskatoon. Uh, let's see here. There's uh, Highway 42, northwest of Moose Jaw, pavement frost. Highways 2 and 36, south of Moose Jaw, also reporting pavement frost. And uh, Belle Plain to Regina, also pavement frost. So reduce your speed and be safe out there. Main Street North still closed between, uh, well, the, the barricades are up at Lake Saskatchewan Street East. So going down the hill, there's some construction going on. It's expected. They're hoping to have that finished uh, by the end of the day tomorrow. So that's Main Street construction underway on the hill between uh, Hall and Oxford Streets. Now, today's Paul Martin Commentary. When we talk about the business centers of North America, the geography that immediately comes to mind is Bay Street or Wall Street. We don't often think of Albert Street or Second Avenue as primary commercial centers that attract thousands of business travelers daily, those who fill hotel rooms and airplane seats. No, for this province, the drivers of tourist and business traffic are events. And we have a couple of big ones on right now. Regina's hosting Agribition, Saskatoon playing host to the best curlers in the world. For Regina, the return of Agribition after a COVID hiatus sounds like music to the ears of hoteliers and restaurateurs in the Queen City. The local hotel association says occupancy is up from an average of 32% for the first 10 months of this year to roughly 75% this week. Hoteliers in Saskatoon are also seeing a positive impact, reporting a bump of about 20% in occupancy. Clearly, vaccine passports are helping as travel is easier and occupancy rates in the mid-70s actually represent full capacity as a portion of rooms are closed due to labor shortages. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. Trade boring for bowling at South Hill Bowling Center. Party on with Rock and Glow Bowling all weekend. Book your Christmas parties now before the prime spots are filled. Fully licensed with automatic scoring. For reservations, call 693-0955. Rotate your canola's traits, not your seed company. CS4000LL from Cantera Seeds is a high-yielding Liberty Link canola hybrid featuring club root and black leg resistance with excellent straight-cut performance. CS4000LL joins Cantera Seeds' full lineup of herbicide-tolerant and disease-resistant canola hybrids to give you the options you want with the performance you need. One seed company for your full rotation. Visit Cantera.com to order CS4000LL from your preferred retailer today. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. 
The latest on COVID-19, the most uh, encouraging news yesterday, the local South Central Zone now down to 43 active cases. That's down from the 52 we reported yesterday. As you've heard by now, the current public health orders have been extended through January. After careful consideration, Premier Scott Moe and Dr. Saqib Shahab addressing the province yesterday. Our new cases and active case numbers are down just over 80% from their peak uh, just a number of weeks ago. They're now at their lowest level that they have been since the middle of August. Uh, What we are doing as Saskatchewan people, as individuals, what we are doing is working uh, collectively across this province. But we need to keep doing it a little while longer. COVID cases, as we look across Canada and, and around the world, um, parts of Europe as well as in the U.S., uh, COVID cases are continuing to rise. So as we head into our winter months and head into uh, the Christmas season, we need to be we need to be vigilant and we need to be careful. And that's why today we are extending the current public health orders around masking and and proof of vaccination and proof of negative test for two more months until the end of January. So that would be until January the 31st. By then, we'll have a, a clear picture of what impact, if any, um, the Christmas season uh, will have uh, potentially on our COVID transmission rates here in the province, and we'll reevaluate uh, where we are and our, our provincial situation towards the end of January. And at that point, then, we would decide whether these measures need to be extended, revised, or, or ultimately removed uh, at that point. Dr. Schaub and, and others have expressed a concern that we could see case numbers starting to rise uh, again in the province as people get together and, and start to gather, in particular over the, the holiday season. However, we should be noted we didn't see any rise in transmission after the Thanksgiving long weekend. Um, in fact, uh, c- case numbers uh, continued to fall in, in, in many cases, um, and that is due to the, the measures and, and Saskatchewan people's adherence uh, to those measures uh, in the province. So I, I think... If everyone continues to be diligent, continues to exercise a a degree of caution and continues to go out and get vaccinated, we should be able to get together safely over the holiday season without increasing the spread of COVID-19. But it does take uh, that extra effort, the effort that we have all been giving uh, for the last number of weeks. So for now, we're going to keep the the current measures in place uh, and the plan is to keep those in place until the end of January. We're going to continue to monitor this situation uh, very closely. And once again, I just say in, in closing, thank you to all Saskatchewan people for everything you've done and that you, what you continue to do. You are, uh, in doing so, are protecting yourself and protecting those around you. We are in a much better situation this Christmas season than we were last Christmas season. If you look back one year ago today, um, virtually no one in our province was vaccinated. Uh, If you look at where we're at today, nearly 900,000 Saskatchewan residents have been vaccinated. So a markedly different uh, situation and a markedly different baseline. Uh, There's thousands more that are getting uh, their their vaccine shots each and every day. Uh, But in saying that, we do need to be cautious. uh, But we can get together if we do so carefully. We can travel. We can go to rider games. We can even go to a rider home playoff game. And these are things, quite, quite frankly, we just simply couldn't do last year. And that is... Again, thanks to what Saskatchewan people are doing, following the public health measures, going out and getting vaccinated. Uh, So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all that you've done uh, to each and every person in this province. Dr. Shaw. Thank you, Premier. Um, So good morning. And I just have a few comments just building upon the Premier's uh, comments. So uh, as the Premier said, you know, since the implementation of these simple measures uh, over September, October, we have seen a gradual decline in case trends. And we've also seen an increase in vaccination rates. 
Um, wearing a mask in public is simple and effective. We have all been doing it diligently for the last few weeks. Um, and especially important in those indoor spaces, even if they're private spaces, if you're getting together with uh, friends and family over the holidays, you know, uh, you know, try to make sure everyone's vaccinated. If someone isn't vaccinated, this is a good time for you to get your two doses well before the holidays. Um, and, you know, if there's someone at high risk, even in a private indoor space, it's a good idea to put a mask or someone who is high risk uh, having a mask on as well. Uh, I also have been recommending that we should, you know, try to use the best mask we have. We all have our favorites. Uh, you know, a, a three-layer cloth mask tightly woven is perfectly reasonable if it, it's a good fit. Otherwise, a disposable mask um, is fine as long as it's a good fit around your face. Um, people uh, at higher risk, immune suppressed, may uh, use a disposable mask with a better uh, fit, especially to protect themselves more even if they're vaccinated and even though they've been uh, offered additional doses. Um, we have also seen how, as the Premier said, with proof of vaccination or negative tests, we've been able to have throughout you know, uh, the fall uh, large gatherings with you know, not any evidence of significant transmission in those gatherings. So just, this just shows that just those two measures, uh, wearing a mask and uh, having proof of vaccination or negative test has made a remarkable difference. And you know, we really hope that if you stay the course over December and January uh, with the extension of these measures, We'll have a safe, happy holiday season. We'll enjoy everything we are enjoying right now, concerts, shows, exhibitions, uh, getting together, going to restaurants in a safer manner and keep our numbers low and allow the health system to further uh, uh, show a complete recovery with further discharges from acute care and, and ICU. Um, and, of course, we are obviously watching other parts of the Northern Hemisphere, both Western Europe and, and, and um, Canada and the U.S., where there is a resurgence um, in terms of uh, case numbers. Um, you know, we've all seen uh, the, the happiness in, in parents as they've taken the children, 5 to 11, to get vaccinated, and obviously that will only add to the protection for families at gatherings and make schools even so safer, even though schools have been doing really well. And I'll also encourage everyone to be uh, to keep watching for announcements of who becomes eligible for booster doses. Right now, 65 and older are eligible for booster doses, 50 and older in the north. This is especially important because while two doses protects really well against severe outcomes like hospitalizations, there, there could be some signs of waning at six months. And so getting a booster is really important once you become eligible, especially again as we head off into holiday season when we may be meeting our friends and family after a long time. There we go. The messaging is clear. The public health orders remain in effect through January, and uh, we're being urged to keep it safe this holiday season. There's more on this story on discovermoosejaw.com today. We'll take a brief time out and be back with the new mayor of Moose Jaw on Ask the Mayor. Clive Tolley next on CHAB. The Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store knows that you enjoy nights of cards, games, and laughter. You gather with neighbors, family, and friends for eggnog lattes, cold beer, or a glass of Pinot Noir. The Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store is for the host, for the guest, for you. Stocked for the holiday season with competitive pricing, specials, and giveaways. Plus, every Moose Jaw Co-op Liquor Store purchase earns you equity and cash back membership benefits. Become a Moose Jaw Co-op member today. Be part of something bigger. At 
PV Mart Black Friday is a full week, and we call it Moonlight Madness. All week long, you'll find biggest sale of the winter savings on all those gifts for the season. Check out our flyer and shop in store or online to take advantage of incredible deals on toys, power tools, clothing, pet food, and tons more. Visit us in store or at pvmart.com for all the incredible deals during Moonlight Madness, November 25th to December 2nd at PV Mart. Proud to be 100% Canadian and employee owned, serving communities across Canada since 1967. It'll never happen to me, is a thought that most of us share in common. Yet, impaired driving is one of the most frequent criminal offenses and is among the leading criminal causes of death in Canada. Instead, let's get together and think, what if it happened to me? Or, what if it happened to someone I love? Where, when, and how much you drink is your responsibility. Please drink responsibly and don't ever drink and drive. This message has been brought to you by 800 CHAB. This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. It's been a while since we've had an edition of uh, Ask the Mayor. We were waiting for a new mayor after the last one resigned and uh, ran for a seat in the House of Commons, which he did successfully. It's my pleasure now to welcome the brand new mayor of the city of Moose Jaw, Clive Tully, who's been, uh, well, he's been in the chair for 23 days uh, since the mayoral by-election. And uh, Clive, I'd, I'd like to start with uh, what you did the day after the election. What were the priorities in the in the first day and, and maybe the first couple of days? Well, first off, Rob, uh, it's just fabulous to be here. I'm so happy to be here with you and, and doing this. Uh, the sun is shining in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. It's plus eight, going to ten. I, I, as I drove up here, the city's busy; it's buzzing. So people are out and about, happy to be uh, enjoying the sunlight in Moose Jaw. So um, the first day, I was uh, concerned, of course, about my responsibilities, and there are many, and there's a lot of time spent in an office. So I uh, I ordered a new chair for the mayor's office uh, because I'm going to be sitting there for uh, quite a few hours. And uh, and I tried to make sure I had a good setup for a computer. Um, Going to be spending a lot of time in that chair and at that computer and um, communicating with both our staff and uh, the citizens of Moose Jaw. So that was the first order of business. And um, and I, of course, um, met my assistant, Caroline Drager, who is fabulous. She's a, a, a great uh, assistant. So um, the first first few days was get organized in the office, meet the immediate staff I'm going to be working with, and get up, get set up with a computer system. Awesome. Um, how was the reception, generally speaking, at City Hall? Very good. Um, very happy to uh, meet all the people. Um, uh, City Manager Jim Pufault and his staff were, uh, were uh, very welcoming to me, as has all the staff at City Hall. And then as I go in and out of the building and I see people in the community, um, it's been nothing but positive. So many people have uh, congratulated me and and talked about how uh, happy they are that I'm in the chair. So I'm starting out with a real good positive uh, impression from our community and from the staff at City Hall. Good stuff. I know uh, times have changed since you uh, since you were last on Moose Jaw City Council uh, many years ago now, uh, and uh, I know you mentioned Caroline, and I know because uh, I, I work with her. I mean, she's a contact for me, a consummate professional, and you've also got a communications director now, and Craig Hemingway who chips in, right? Yeah, Craig Hemingway. Of course, we're a, we're an event this morning. Um, uh, Cranberry consignment, uh, grand opening this morning down on High Street West, um, a, a joint Moose Jaw 
chamber kind of ceremony along with the ownership of Cranberry Consignment. Uh, I'm very, very supportive of the Live Love Local program that the chamber is doing. And, of course, Craig's there to do a live uh, – uh, or I'm sorry, the chamber's doing a live shot that got posted on social media, and Craig took some pictures. And it's Craig's day off today, but that's the kind of guy he is. He was there this morning um, pitching in to try and promote our city on his day off. So I very much appreciate Craig and everything he does for us. And now that you're the mayor, you get to be in videos with Robbie Clark from the chamber. <laughs> Round one, Robbie. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Rob and I, of course, are are, are good friends, and uh, we really enjoy spending time together and working together on these projects. And there's nothing better than seeing a a new business open and seeing the buzz around it. Uh, We went into the Cranberry Consignment this morning, and there was people everywhere. Like, it was very, very busy. And so that's just one example. I don't want to uh, continually talk about that one particular business, but... Moose downtown is fabulous, uh, and I've used the word fabulous three times, so I'll try and stay away from that in the future. Um, but it is. It, it's it's really inviting and warm, and uh, during the campaign, I went in and out of pretty well every door downtown, and we've got a tremendous downtown, lots of nice shops, and... Um, so it's it's fun when we when we do an opening and and I get a chance to work with Rob and with Craig. You mentioned downtown's hopping, yeah, the whole city's hopping. We got uh, volleyball championships in town. We got I think ten teams in town for that. CHAB Youth Bond Spiel starts tomorrow. Uh, people from all over the province in for that. Mm-hmm. Warriors hockey tomorrow night. It's it's great. We're getting back to some sense of uh, normalcy and uh, seeing people buzzing around the the city of Moose Jaw. So I'm watching uh, City Council on, on Monday night, Mr. Mayor, and uh, and th- this was the highlight for me. <clears throat> I'm sorry. We, we had to eat a sandwich very, very quickly before we came into this meeting, and I'm, I'm having a little trouble digesting it. <laughs> <laughs> Clive, it broke me up. That was the best thing on TV on Monday night. I, I got to know what kind of sandwich it was. Uh, well, uh, well, what what we get local catering, good food brought in, uh, a maximum of ten minutes to eat it. Um, we we worked until five twenty five twenty one. They said, okay, there's a sandwich there uh, for the uh, council and. Um, I tried to gobble down a sandwich and uh, swill down some water on top of it and stand up and start to speak, and it just stuck in my throat. But uh, <laughs> it, it certainly wasn't the quality of the food that I was uh, was upset about. It was just I had dry mouth, and I had a little trouble getting those words out. <laughs> I'm glad you bounced back. <laughs> for those of you, I mean, a lot of our listeners will know that, that Clive and I have been good friends for a long time. Clive was my partner. On Warriors Hockey on 800 CHAB from 1998 through 2001, and we've been been very good friends uh, since. So this is a this is a real pleasure to have you in to do this show, Clive. I just wanted to make all our listeners uh, clear that that uh, we've been friends for a long time. Um, let's talk about Clive's Drive for Five. Uh, that was your one of your campaign slogans, and I'd like to expand on on some of the issues. Uh, number one, revitalize River Street and enhance tourism. What's your vision for for River Street? Well. I've been a person, like a lot of people in this community, worried about uh, a parking lot where we used to have a beautiful River Street with three hotels and my favorite Chinese restaurant. And um, it's it's been disturbing watching that through the years, really, as a as a interested citizen in our city. Um, and now I'm I'm happy to learn that Moose Jaw people have acquired all that property. 
and that they have some plans in the mix that uh, they're going to they're going to build something there, something significant. Um, so during the campaign, I I didn't want to really meet with those people and and give anybody the impression that I was you know in cahoots with the developers because I'm certainly not. They're Mushta people. They bought the land. They've got some great ideas. I think this, the mayor's role and the city's role is to be as supportive as we can in anything that we can do to try and help this work in terms of uh, permitting, um, um, you know, codes, um, water, uh, sewers, um, streets, curbs and gutters. Um, I I want to extend on behalf of the city anything and everything we can help um, to try and make these things become a reality. And it's the city's not in the business of developing businesses. Businessmen are. And I think our, our role is to support them in, in all that they're doing while protecting the city's interests and making sure that um, that uh, we as a city are being taken care of. Well, I'll sure look forward to, to seeing something developed on, on River Street West, that zero block of River Street West and in downtown Moose Jaw. Number two on Clive's Drive for five, make Crescent Park in downtown safe again. Uh, I don't get out a lot at nighttime, uh, but during the day, uh, I've got no problems with downtown and Crescent Park. But I do understand uh, it can be uh, a lot of local people won't go in there at night around Crescent Park. And, and that's what you hear, too? Well, my own daughter-in-law walks back and forth from um, where she she does uh, yoga down at the yoga loft downtown. And... Um, she walks back home and she's afraid to go in through that park. And um, it's just that it, it doesn't give you the feeling that it's safe and clean. And, and so what I'd like to see is a little more police presence there and also um, clean the place up a little bit. Um, it just it's our jewel in the middle of our city. I want to make sure it's safe, it's warm, it's inviting, and, and it should be safe in the evenings as well for people to walk through. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that live all around that park. Yeah, there's uh, and and we want people to use the park, and we want it want to be a a people place. And and one of the things that came to council on Monday was plans for a new outdoor pool, and of course that's going to really enhance the park. Um, so we wanted to be a people place, a warm place, a safe place, and I'm just interested in seeing us do anything we can to ensure it stays that way. Number three on Clive's Drive for five. Fix the 4th Avenue Bridge. Safe and beautiful. Um, are we talking about uh, patching it up or, or spending big money on refurbishing? This is a major uh, project, and um, city engineer Bevan Harlton has, has uh, provided me with a little bit of a note about it, and he said that... Um, we're about 90% through the design work for this project. And this is a major rehab. We're rejuvenating the bridge structurally, lighting, cosmetically, and a separate shared-use path so that this bridge is going to be good for 50 years from, from now. So um, I'm very excited and encouraged by that. But it's a big project, and the design work is just about complete. Number four, on the drive for five, plan for a new bridge to southwest South Hill. Um, I remember when, when we built the Ninth Avenue Bridge, I was, you know, a teenager, I guess. But I remember some of the discussion uh, from uh, my dad and, and friends and neighbors. And, and I remember uh, some of the men and women wondering why we were building a bridge just five blocks from the other bridge, and they, they thought, wouldn't it be, you know, uh, visionary to, to build the bridge a little further west? Uh, so that that was a topic back then, and that, that would have been um, in the late 70s, I'm thinking, maybe early mm-hmm. 80s. Yeah. Um, 
So the long-range plan for another bridge to southwest Moose Jaw, what's the, what's the vision? What's your vision? Well, i got to uh, make it clear that this is my vision and, and not the city so far. Um, when I was a, a young child, there was a bridge at 16th Avenue, and it had already been decommissioned. It wasn't being used, and since then it's been torn down. Old-timers told me that it was not wide enough to put it back into service. There wasn't enough room for two modern vehicles to pass each other. So that was uh, decommissioned and taken down. My my vision is create a new bridge at 16th Avenue or, if necessary, further west where the tracks aren't as wide and it might be uh, less costly to do. But if you go to the corner of Cotto Street and, and 16th Avenue and you look straight north, you're completely lined up with Thatcher Drive. So potentially in the future, and this is me speaking, not the city engineer, not the city administration, if you look at, we could potentially put a bridge at 16th Avenue that when you go across it, you're lined up to, to hook right into Thatcher Drive. You'd be able to go around to the north part of the city, link into Thatcher Drive North and, and, and all the businesses that are there. So I think it's a, it's a goal of mine to see if this can become a reality. Um, currently, though, there's no immediate plans for a bridge there. And in uh, 2022, this year, we're going to be doing a bridge management plan. Um, so we're going to be looking at a five-year cycle uh, on infrastructure, and one of the things is going to be a bridge management plan. And I'll be trying to stick in to that plan, plans to start the design work and the consultation work, because these things take a long time uh, to eventually get a bridge serving southwest Moose Jaw. Okay, very good. And number five on the drive for five, improve minor sports facilities and uh, keep summer ice. Um, what are you, would your priorities be when it, when it comes to that piece? Well, we heard from a lot of people this past summer about how important it would be if they had summer ice for the children to, to, uh, that are in elite sports that uh, want to play hockey or figure skating at, at a high level. They, they were renting ice at a variety of different other locations other than Moose Jaw. And people would say to me, well, all that revenue is going going away and we're not getting it here in Moose Jaw. Now, I think people need to understand that you generally don't make money by renting ice to minor sports. But we want to uh, provide services for our, for our families and, and, and draw people to our community. And if summer ice is going to make, make this more of a desirable community to live in, because there's summer ice available to hockey teams, uh, figure skaters, and whatnot, I think it's something we should look at. Uh, we don't necessarily have to keep Mosaic Place operating this summer. Mosaic Place is an event center. Uh, I think maybe the Kinsman Arena, which has got fabulous ice right now. Darn, I used that fabulous four times now. um i guess i'm just excited about uh about this new job i'm excited about the city i'm excited to be here with you rob um but um the kinsman arena i was up there the other day and the ice is hard and fast in there and i think we could probably keep good ice there in the summer we already run that building because we're running a pool so i got to remind people, no plans have been made yet, but this is something I'd like to see done. I'd like to see us have some ice throughout the summer for people that want to rent it. And also, I mentioned earlier, our, our pool uh, complex, it's going, to be, it's going to be a leisure pool, a family pool. It's not going to be just lane swimming for competitive swimmers, which is a relatively small part of the operation of our pool. We want families to get out and enjoy it, and that includes families with children and again, another amenity that will attract families to our community. And that's the plan for the, the outdoor pool. That's the plan for the outdoor pool. Right. 
Okay, well, thanks for expanding on that. That's uh, that's Clive's drive for five. We were talking about. Uh, he campaigned on on that as long uh, along with leadership, vision, and uh, and teamwork. And and of course, it takes a team to make all these things happen. And and uh, and we'll see what happens in the uh, the coming weeks and the and the coming months. We'll take a brief time out and be back with more from the mayor of Moose Jaw, Clive Tolley, on the Heartland at noon. Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. Gina Jewelry has a great selection of jewelry for everyone and every occasion, including custom-made pieces. Plus, they can fix and maintain your jewelry. They will even buy your old gold. Gina Jewelry International, 240 High Street West. Score big this Black Friday at the Crush Can Retail Store. Jersey shirts, hats, you name it. Everything in the store is 40 to 70% off for Black Friday at the Crush Can Retail Store in Mosaic Place. 40 to 70% off. It's a one-day only Moose Jaw Warrior sale. 9 to 5 today. You're listening to 800 CHAB along with us at Spike Certified Dog and Cat Grooming. Hi, I'm Megan. We are expanding and now have three groomers on staff for your dog or cat's grooming needs. Having trouble finding the perfect stocking stuffer for your nature-loving friends and family? Hey, it's Brendan Labatt, and I'm a proud member of the Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation. Did you know that every SWF membership purchased helps support the annual stocking of over 10 million fish in Saskatchewan each year? You can support this great initiative this holiday season by becoming a member of the Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation. To get your membership or to find out more, visit swf.sk.ca or call 1-877-SWF-WILD. At Bear, obstacle is opportunity. We learn from the past. We innovate, like adding buteo start to our DeKalb canola to fight against flea beetles. Our next-generation DeKalb TrueFlex canola hybrids offer enhanced pod integrity for straight cutting with confidence and superior weed control. Start strong. Control better. Depend on DeKalb TrueFlex canola for an easier, faster, smoother harvest. DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Pleasure to have the new mayor of Moose Jaw, Clive Tolley, on uh, Ask the Mayor on 800 CHAB today. Um, just the other day, uh, Mr. Mayor, Moose Jaw's growth and potential as an industrial and energy hub is the focus of the latest edition of Industry West magazine. Uh, just the other day, got this news release from the city of Moose Jaw. Powering up in Moose Jaw, see your future in Canada's most notorious city. The cover story in the winter edition of Industry West, a quarterly business publication seen by 12,000 subscribers and viewed online by thousands of readers uh, around the world. Um, and uh, the feature showcases multiple new developments from the Great Plains Power Station, uh, Donald's Fine Foods purchase and expansion uh, of the uh, the former XL Beef Plant, uh, AgriCorp Processing, which moved its Canadian headquarters to Moose Jaw four years ago. Gibson Energy's recent $20 million investment at their Moose Jaw plant. And the city's exploration of geothermal uh, energy potential. You're coming in at a, uh, into the mayor's chair at a very exciting time for our city. It is. I'm, I'm tremendously excited, Rob. Uh, I met this morning with uh, Jim Dixon, our director of economic development with the city, and he he was able to fill me in on just some of the things that are going on because uh, there's a lot going on. And it is an exciting time. And when I campaigned, I, I talked about growing moose jaws. We have no choice. We can't stay pat. Uh, every place else is growing. We have to grow. Um, and, and fortunately, we're 
properly poised to do that with this new uh, uh, Great Plains power station bringing uh, gas power uh, to the city, and we've got water and sewer right there in our, in our new in, industrial park. Um, we're 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 in a perfect position to attract more industry. And uh, you mentioned some of them. I'm excited about the um, the solar and the geothermal um, uh, at the same time. And um, Jim Dixon and Craig Hemingway have been wor- working very hard, and that's the result is is that article in that magazine. There's another article I saw recently, and I, I believe this magazine comes out quarterly. Uh, from SAS Culture, it's a, a really good magazine called Engage, and every once in a while there's a there's a really good piece in it that I'll follow up on, and I followed up on this actually um, late last week. Uh, the title of the article, Moose Jaw, on track with its culture plan, and uh, it's uh, it's an article about this this culture plan that's that's developing in Moose Jaw with a number of different people, a number of different organizations, headed up by a director of uh, Parks and Recreation, Derek Blake who uh, I know in conversation with you previous to, to, to our meeting here today is, uh, is, a, is a guy who's uh, he's a talented guy, Derek Blay. Derek Blay is a talented guy. He's a very hardworking guy. Um, he, along with the rest of uh, our senior management team at the city, are, are working very, very diligently. Um, we've always been a bit of a cultural center. People have always been attracted to Moose Jaw, uh, visual artists, music, musicians. Um, um, our, our art museum library complex is very welcoming to, uh, to artists. Um, of course, we've had park art for many years. We've had the Festival of Words. Uh, we continue on that. And, and the manager of the, um, uh, the Moose Jaw Cultural Center, the May Wilson Theater, was uh, into council. Uh, on Wednesday, talking about some of the exciting things that they go they're doing. In fact, uh, my wife and I are going to be celebrating her birthday um, tomorrow by going to the Louisiana Hayride show uh, after a meal at Nits. So uh, for her birthday tomorrow, a meal at Nits, and then the Louisiana Hayride at our Moose Jaw Cultural Center. Um, so lots of good stuff happening in Moose Jaw. Awesome. Uh, I think that's about all we got to cover today, Mr. Mayor. Uh, but I do want to touch on communication with the community. Um, how's it been so far? I mean, I'm, I think you've uh, you've answered that question, but I'm I'm wondering what's the, the the best way to communicate with the new mayor? If there's somebody listening now and and wants to discuss some of these topics that we've discussed further, or uh, somebody that that may have a question or a concern, what's the best way to get in touch with you, sir? Well, as you can imagine, uh, I'm a busy guy. City City Hall is a busy place, but we do answer our calls. Um, you can call us at 694-4422. That's my phone number. Mostly Caroline will answer, and uh, she'll get you in touch with me, or I'll return your call. You can email me at uh, mayor at moosejaw.ca. Um, so easy to get a hold of, and if we don't get back to you right away, we will get back to you. And I've been returning lots of calls in the early evening, and some people were surprised. They say, you're still working? Are you, you, you're calling us after supper? And I said, well, that's how many people are uh, interested in hearing about what's going on at the city of Mooster right now. So it's an exciting place to be. I'm excited to be in this job, and I'm happy for our city. Well, I'm happy for you, and, and uh, congratulations. I know you'll do uh, your best for the city of Moose Jaw, and uh, we'll get together, if not before, uh, a month from now on our next edition of Ask the Mayor. It was a pleasure to be here, Rob. Thank you. We'll take a time out and be back. Still more to come on the Heartland at Noon. The benefits of recreation are endless. Get notoriously active. Moose Jaw Parks and Rec. 
on the radar. The indoor ice season is in full swing at the Kidsman Arena and Playmore Palace with shinny times, sticks and pucks, and public skating, including some free skates and available ice rental times. Find the schedule online or call to book at ice time. If you're interested in becoming an outdoor rink supervisor in the new year, call the Parks and Rec Department today. Register now for the December 5th Red Cross First Aid class hosted at the Kinsman Sportsplex. Use the Free City app or go to moosejaw.ca. The Community Grant Program criteria and applications are available online at moosejaw.ca. Deadline for applications is November 30th. The Trees for New Subdivisions program is accepting applications until November 26th. Details online at moosejaw.ca. To learn more about Moose Jaw Parks and Recreation, visit moosejaw.ca. Discover Moose Jaw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. Partly sunny with a light breeze this afternoon and a high of 10. Clouds start rolling in this evening with a low of minus 4. Those clouds will be clearing tomorrow morning with a high of minus 1 with a wind chill of minus 12 in the morning. Sunday will be partly sunny and a high of plus 9. Monday is a mix of sun and cloud a high of plus 1. And Tuesday will be sunny with clouds rolling in during the evening and a high of plus 1. The Moose Jaw Kinsman Club's Santa Claus Parade gets underway this weekend with a light-up ceremony at 5 p.m. at Mosaic Place and the parade beginning at 6. Once again this year, Santa will be parading around town with the help of Golden West Trailer Equipment to help visit as many neighborhoods as possible while collecting donations for the Moose Jaw Food Bank. You can check the Kinsman's Facebook page for Santa's location. For all your news and weather anytime, click on discardmoosejaw.com or the Moose Jaw Live app. I'm Sean Slatt. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. You know, we've kind of lost track over the years, but we do believe the 800-CHAB youth bonds bill started over 50 years ago, or around 50 years ago, at the Hillcrest Curling Club, and the 800-CHAB Youth Bonds Bill continues to this day at the uh, brand new, well, almost brand new, Moose Jaw Ford Curling Center. Still seems brand new to me. And it's <laughs> on this weekend. Rhonda Winarchuk is the general manager at the Moose Jaw Ford Curling Center, getting ready for the Youth Bonds Bill coming up this weekend. Rhonda, how many teams do we have in? We have, actually, uh, 16 teams. So we've got 14 in our U18, and we've got two in our U15 divisions. Oh, just two in the U15. They can play one game and call it a championship. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) What will you do? Will you do a best of three with with that division? Yeah, best of three and just let them just do it all on one day on Saturday and then call it a day for those guys. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But nice to hear we've got uh, lots of kids in uh, for the U18 spiel. Yeah, yeah, that's... uh, that age group has uh, really come up. I thought I wasn't sure we were even going to be able to run it a couple weeks ago because we only had about four teams, and then all of a sudden everybody started coming in. So that was good. Wonderful. So uh, where are these teams coming from? Uh, we've got Swift Current, uh, Regina, Assiniboia, Watrous, Saskatoon, uh, Oxbow. So they're kind of all over. 
So that's kind of nice. Yeah, fabulous. And uh, great to have these people in town. And, of course, they'll be coming with moms and dads and sisters and brothers and grandmas and grandpas to spend a little money in Moose Jaw and enjoy the weekend Mm -hmm. at the Moose Jaw Ford Curling Center. No kidding. Awesome. What about local teams? We have one U15 team from here. That's it. Chase McKee is skipping, and then we've got Blake Montgomery, and then they've got a couple other ones. I'm not sure the names yet. So Okay. Yeah. Well, we got one local team to cheer for. Yep, absolutely. Wonderful. Uh, we've also, uh, before, we, before we started this interview, uh, talked about the fact that trophies have a way of disappearing and showing up decades later in, uh, in pawn shops or old dusty garages or antique shops, and we've lost track of the CHAB Youth Bondsville Trophy, right? Yeah, we have. We don't know where it is. So. Wow. I'll bet you somebody, mm-hmm. I bet you somebody listening has it in their basement right now. <laughs> They should return you never it. know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but this is this is an official Curl Sask event, so the kids will be getting some hardware, right? The winners. Yep, yep. They get medals. You betcha. Okay, awesome. Anything else we can add? I'm assuming fans are welcome, and I'm assuming that they got to show uh, proof of vaccination and be masked up. Yep, absolutely. All of that stuff. So yeah, we got lots of rooms, so it'd be it's a great event to come and watch and support the kids. Right on, and no admission. No admission. Nope. Awesome. What time does the action start? Saturday? Starts Saturday at 9 o'clock is the first draw. So we're going to run for three draws on Saturday and then one on Sunday. Okay. What time is the championship draw on Sunday? It is at 10 o'clock. Okay. Anything else we need to add? No, I think that's good. Well, thanks to you and the Moose Jaw Ford Curling Center and Curl Sass for putting on the annual 800 CHAB Youth Bond Spiel. I wish you luck this weekend. I wish all the kids involved luck as well, Rhonda. Thanks a lot for this. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks very much. Yeah, and to all of you listening, uh, coming in for the Youth Bond Spiel this weekend, uh, thanks for tuning in to CHAB and uh, safe travels. Hope you enjoy your stay in uh, what is a busy city of Moose Jaw this weekend. Awesome. We'll take a break and be back. One more piece to share with you on the Heartland at Noon. 800 CHAB connecting the community. I'm Sharon Church. The Knights of Columbus is having a 50-50 fundraiser. Here's Carl with some details. Knights of Columbus Council 1534 is holding a fundraiser. Help us raise money for our church and community programs. The fundraiser is an online 50-50 draw. Please visit MJ Knights 5050.ca to purchase tickets. Uh, ticket prices are one for $5, five for $20, 20 for $50, 100 for $100. Prize is 50% of sales to a max prize of $50,000. Draw will be made November 29th at 7 p.m. Connecting the community. Brought to you by Moose Jaw Truck Shop, your number one diesel truck repair experts. Visit Moose Jaw Truck Shop on Facebook for more information. Beachcomber Hot Tubs, 270 Caribou Street West in Moose Jaw. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. You're a problem solver, a jack of all trades. You work a demanding job and you've got a lot of things to juggle. Worrying about your health coverage shouldn't be one of them. With health insurance from Saskatchewan Blue Cross, you won't have to foot the bill for your health and wellness expenses, like that emergency visit to the dentist or the long overdue adjustment from the chiropractor. Personal health plans for contractors, freelancers, small business owners. Personal health plans for you. 
Visit sk.bluecross.ca. Get big yields and big rewards with CS2300 from Cantera Seeds, a Roundup-ready canola hybrid that has set the standard for yield and standability. Now, get a $50 per bag instant reward on all purchases of CS2300 with no bundling or minimum purchase requirements. Just simple, straight-up savings. Reap the rewards of this yield powerhouse. Visit Cantera.com to order CS2300 from your preferred retailer today. Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and pesticide label directions. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Coming up later this afternoon, uh, our uh, weekly edition of uh, Ask the Expert with uh, Aaron Rustin from Purpose Financial. And today we're talking about structure. your, your structure at your financial institution and proper communication with your financial institution about your money and how things are structured. Mr. Rustin. Mr. Carney, um, I'm usually the kind of guy that really likes to stay optimistic and light and, and everything. But when two things come around and uh, people start messing with individuals' finances and with family matters, you bring those two things together and... Um, my back gets up a little bit. So I'm going to address an individual situation that I've seen personally over the last couple of weeks. My wife's mom passed away. Uh, in the dealing with the finances of Elaine was her name and still is. Financial stuff that we were dealing with was dealt with very, very quickly. However, the institution that she was dealing with really balled things up, Rob, I have to say. A number of the way the assets were designed and set up have done nothing but delay the settlement of what Elaine would have wanted done. So, for instance, on a tax-free savings account, you can designate directly to a named beneficiary, which means should something happen to that person, that money then is distributed directly to the to the beneficiaries overall. In this case, the TFSA was named as the estate, which now suddenly takes it through a completely different path, delays everything. The other situation was a bank account, which my lovely wife, Nancy, was in joint name on. When Elaine passed away, the purpose of having a joint name is that that person can now step up, pay bills, and and all of those wonderful things. However, Elaine passed away, and immediately this institution took it to the point where now they locked it into an estate account, and suddenly we can't access those funds, and the bills that are to be paid are being delayed, and all of that type of stuff. Aaron Rustin is not happy. He is fired up. And you can hear the rest of today's edition of Ask the Expert just a little later this afternoon, right here on 800 CHAB. We'll take a time out and be back for the fun and frivolity. A Facebook Friday on my daily commentary next. Urban Cellars has a large selection of wines from around the world and local selections from right here in Canada. Right now, get $3 off all of their exclusive wines, only at Urban Cellars, located on South Hill and happily serving all of Moose Jaw. How would you like to win $40,000 cash with the Breathe and Win Raffle? Other prizes include a $3,000 travel voucher, a Saskatchewan Shindig concert with your choice of artist, a plug-and-play package, and more. A 50-50 draw is also available, and the jackpot is already over $50,000. One ticket is only $30. All raffle proceeds will help support the Lung Association of Saskatchewan. Get your Breathe and Win Raffle tickets before the December 3rd deadline at breatheandwin.ca. Breatheandwin.ca or call one 855 68 86. 
You're listening to 800 CHAB, along with us at the Musha and District Chamber of Commerce. Hi, it's Rob Clark. It really makes a difference for our community. Be sure to shop and support local this Christmas. Live, love, local. Carney's comments for Golden West Trailer. Santa and Mrs. Claus are collecting for the food bank. Find their exact location on the Moose Jaw Kinsman Club Facebook page. Time for our weekly look at the funnies from Facebook. Here's a friend of mine who shares, At my funeral, there will be no food. You'll be there to cry, not to eat. A busy mom says, Sometimes I'd like to drop my kids off in 1985 just to see how long they make it. I'd like to try this. A good way to get out of a conversation is to take off one of your socks and hand it to the person talking. This guy shares, My friend is great at selling home security systems. If people aren't home, he just leaves a brochure on their kitchen table. How about this? It was a sad and disappointing day when I discovered my universal remote control did not, in fact, control the universe. Not even remotely. Sing this one. When the moon hits your eye like it's 445, that's November. And one more. Sometimes I wonder whatever happened to all those people who have asked me for directions. I'm Rob Carney.